Hello, I'm M. And I'm Eyes. And welcome to our brand new podcast, Tipples and Tolkien. Let us be your guides as we return to Middle Earth this fall with the premiere of the new Amazon show, Rings of Power. We'll discuss episodes with you, tell tales of old, and even bring you a brand new tipple recipe every week to enjoy. You can find us on all major podcast platforms, as well as Twitter, which is at Tipples Tolkien, that is T-I-P-P-L-E-S T-O-L-K-I-E-N and Instagram at Tipples and Tolkien. So cozy up, pour yourself a drink, and come on a journey with us this fall on Tipples and Tolkien. Fuck you guys! <laughs> We're gonna go make our own vipers! <laughs> In fact, forget the fleet! <laughs> We're gonna start our own fleet with blackjack and hookers! Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. Repeat. Action stations. Action stations. Set condition one throughout the ship. This is not a drill. The Cylons were created by man. They rebelled. They evolved. They look. And feel. Human. Some are programmed to think they are human. And they have a plan. Action stations, action stations. Set condition one throughout the podcast. Welcome again to Set Condition One, a Night Shift Radio original. I'm your host and SC1 actual Caleb, and joining me on the CIC is the XO Kitsy. So I didn't really have a lot of lines this episode, so I don't have much to, to draw on for an intro. So hi, everyone. And the president of the podcast and the 12 colonies, Andrea. Oh, hello. It occurred to me the other day that um, in the, the early episodes, we hadn't yet uh, established you as the, the president of the podcast, and I feel like that was a, a grave oversight. <laughs> it took us entirely too long to get to that point. I appreciate the recognition, however long it took. I, I, I agree, but why are we bringing this up now specifically? I'm just curious. I don't know. It just popped into my head oh, okay. a couple of days ago, and <laughs> there was an actual reason why it popped into my head then. But my brain circled back to just that one little snippet, and like this is important. Like I don't, I don't know why, but okay. You, uh, you gave me this moment of panic where I was like, "Shit, is there something from this episode I don't remember?" No. <laughs> uh, so for uh, for us, this is going to be a, a little bit of a weird night. We usually try to get a, a bit ahead uh, and you know, make sure that we're we're always uh, bringing you this uh, new content uh, every week, as you'll know because you're subscribed already. And if you're not, shame on uh, you. Shame on you. No, no, I mean, please subscribe. Um, <laughs> but last week in the real world, uh, things got a, a, a little bit uh, a little bit hairy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily speak for the whole team, but I can say that I personally didn't have jokes about an armed insurrection uh, while one was actually happening. Uh, so we, we opted to, uh, to, to bump out a week. And you yeah. know what? Today's not really that much better. Uh, so we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna push do our through best. it. <laughs> so uh, um, that said, <laughs> previously on Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> I've been sick in bed all day. Oh no! Actually, oh, I, are you on? I woke up with like just a massive sinus headache, and of course, oh, you know, no. no matter because every like anything is a symptom of COVID. Yep. So automatically mm-hmm. everything is. Mm-hmm. And so the first yep. thing I wake up, I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to die today. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. I like, I, I woke up, I'm like, I, no, this is just, it's a sinus headache. I can go, no, yeah. no, I'm not getting out of bed. No, I'm not. <laughs> and and it's like late morning, early afternoon, I got out of bed and like just laid on the couch and watched the, uh, the two hours of procedural debate, which was probably not the best use of my time. <laughs> But here we are. Here we are. No. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you're not feeling well. I think I, I think I'm going to make it through, though. I hope so. Because because if so. both of you die, this podcast is going to get really boring. <laughs> <laughs> really <laughs> fast. Both of me? You and Andrea, because Andrea just had a, a, a recent uh, COVID scare oh. that just turned out to be sinus things. Yeah. I thought it was a sinus thing, but my doctor said every anything can be COVID. So, um, But I had a rapid test. Um and the results came back really quickly, and I'm going to live to see another day. Hooray! Yay! Yeah. The president's life is saved. 
<laughs> well, from, from COVID. Did you receive some octagonal blood transfusions? <laughs> yeah, they shot me up with some, some Cylon blood, and I'm feeling good some as blood dead. octagons? Uh-huh. Well, speaking of Cylon activity in the, in the fleet, uh, we've got... Uh, We've got some people that aren't that aren't happy about that, and one one of them has found themselves uh, a word processor. Uh, <laughs> and no, I don't mean Microsoft Word. I mean a legit, like full on hardware word processor, and is furiously <laughs> typing everything she thinks she knows about the Cylons in the fleet. <laughs> and hopefully, reading it out loud. For yes, us. she's reading it out loud as she types it, and I feel like. It's the same model that my mom used in the 90s when she went back to college. Like, <laughs> guarantee. We, we had one sitting on the dining room table, and she would type all her papers on it. Um, oh, for sure. So that, that was a nice little nostalgia moment for me. But, like, I couldn't help but feel like as she's typing up these things that she knows about the Cylons, <laughs> right? Like, it's titled The Cylon M.O., and it's yes. like, blow up the fleet, kill all humans, ruin everybody's <laughs> lives. That's, uh, like, get, that's Bender's MO. Get rid of chocolate pudding. <laughs> like, just like all this shit that's like, some of it's like, yeah, that's Cylonish, but so, some of it's like, oh, okay, I guess. <laughs> and like, it just, it's, it's Cylish. It felt really, yeah. it felt really like propaganda to me. Like, it almost felt like, you know, someone was typing up, like, well, this is the Antifa agenda. They want to ban all guns and get rid of gender and murder all babies. And it's like, no. I was with you on the first two. Yeah, you're, but you're almost there. <laughs> it's like, boy, that escalated quickly. I really love exposition, like, seeing how sh shows and movies folded in. I was just thinking of a... A Quiet Place, the first one where he's got the like the whiteboard and it's like it's like sound with a no sign through it and like <laughs> he's written the five things you need to know to keep the plot straight down for you. It's great. I love that stuff. <laughs> it's just like the plan is written out in the background. So like, exactly. <laughs> just in case you forgot or to save them time from going Which is helpful it. for me. <laughs> like like eventually when we get to see in like the Cylon president uh, ship, there'll just be a whiteboard uh, with the, the number will just be all the humans they've killed, and it'll just be it'll just say like on top of it like uh, agenda item one destroy human race. <laughs> and that's the, that's only, the thing. only thing. Agenda item two ice cream social <laughs> question mark. So the, you using the the phrase the Cylon president's ship uh, just made me think of uh, how and I, I know very little about the, the original Battlestar Galactica series as of this moment because I, I haven't watched it, um, but I do know that Baltar was a villain and was, like, the leader of the Cylons. He was like, Count Baltar! And I think we've, yeah. I think we've covered this before. Yes. And so I just think of, like, Baltar the Cylon president. I love <laughs> on, that. On his ship with his anti-Roslyn whiteboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think it's um, Leoben just yes. in like a in like a wig, and he's like, "I'm Laura Roslin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna save the human race." <laughs> it's the the ship's decorated exactly like Colonial One, like down to the smallest fucking detail. Would uh, would that mean that they have a? Oh, this might be too much too early in this episode. Are you gonna say Colonial One? No, I was gonna say, do they have a Billy? <laughs> Oh, oh! Whoop. I thought you were well. I thought you were making a joke about a clone of Colonial One and calling it Colonial One. Ah, Colonial One. I like it. I like it. Pretty good. You know, if my theory about Billy still holds true, which it could, they might have their own. Who knows? I mean, they might have their own. That's Billy. the fun thing about this show. Anyone who dies could come back later as a Cylon. We don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, Caleb and I know, but <laughs> yeah. the collective we don't know. And that's the fun thing about it. I have a feeling and a hope that uh, we'll never see Billy again. <laughs> Don't worry, there will definitely be at least three episodes that are flashbacks that D has of Billy and just nothing else. Oh. Like, oh God, like, you know that episode with Lee a few episodes me. ago with where he was having flashbacks to like... Look, it's been a rough week, don't... Yeah, was, there's going to be one of those with D and Billy. Uh, so this uh, manifesto of sorts somehow gets circulated amongst the fleet, presumably on octagonal paper. Um, <laughs> or, you know, it's getting read over the, the wireless... Um, because uh, we, we see uh, Adama and Rosalind 
and Billy listening to the radio. And of course, Adama still uh, a little bit bewildered that there are like civilians amongst the, uh, the population. He's like, how did this get out to the press? Like, you know, pe- people do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's this these stories spread like I don't it's, I don't I know, know why you think, you're surprised yeah. at this point like it mm. it's been a, like a, a nonstop like six weeks of this and like nothing's changed. But everybody pinky swore that they weren't going to tell. So, <laughs> but also like what like the the person uh, in question, the person with the word processor and the the furious typing, uh, claims to know that there is a a, a Sharon Valeri model. Uh, amongst the fleet, which is true, uh, but also as much as they like the the crew has like you know sworn to secrecy about it, they do parade her through the halls quite a bit. There is <laughs> more than ample opportunity for someone to see that and be like, "That's suspicious." I guess it's one of those things where they they assume like by the time you're on Galactica, like you're you're a trusted person, you're your security cleared, which is mm-hmm. dumb because like Billy's been on there a lot, um, mm-hmm. and Baltar and other people. I guess they do trust them. Um, but yeah, they they do just kind of like. It seems like she's in a cell that anyone can just come up to. Yeah, because Baltar just hangs out and watches her sometimes. Like a fucking yeah. creep, fucking weirdo. Yep. Um, another like, speaking of Billy, he gets this odd burst of confidence this episode where like you know, the you know Adam is saying you know, she's a military asset providing us with vital strategic intelligence. And Billy's like, well, while we pray that she's not somehow colluding with other Cylons. <laughs> Uh, and Thomas like, if I felt for one second that she posed some kind of threat to this fleet, I'd pull the trigger on her myself, which I believe, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. given his uh, experience with this particular model. And Billy's just like, well, I think the fleet may need to hear that, Admiral, even more. They need to believe it. Who asked you, Billy? <laughs> you know what, though? He's not wrong. He's not wrong, but Whoa. but literally nobody asked him. Yeah. Yeah, sit down. <laughs> Billy, go set the kids' table for dinner. Find your place. Exactly. Go eat some SpaghettiOs. Mm-hmm. Rosalind was into it, though. Yeah, Billy's uh, Billy's found his, uh, his newfound confidence, and uh, as Andrew mentioned, Laura, uh, Laura Rosalind's here for it. And I'm sure that confidence will take him real far. And I think at this point, uh, Rosalind is in agreement that they, they need to, I think she uses the phrase, uh, get ahead of this. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. She wants to get in, you know, information out to the fleet so that she can control the narrative. And I think that that's very much a, a Rosalind thing. You know, she She understands when things are getting away from her. Uh, and when you know, you know, strategically, some sensitive information needs to be released to uh, prevent that. Don't touch that; you're going to ruin it. Well, that's what I was <laughs> making sure I don't. I, I could see. Yeah, we're we're safe though. I'm gonna fucking hot glue that cable into your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, just out of nowhere, Billy decides to propose to D. He's 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 what. His confidence is at maximum today. And he's like, you know what? Going to shoot my shot. Going to go for it. What an odd choice of words. (laughs) Yeah, too soon. See, because he gets shot at the end. Oh, (laughs) cut that out. Spoiler alert. (laughs) What is he thinking? Why is he so stupid? Because he's Billy. He doesn't know anything. he just saw D and Lee hitting it off. Yeah, and he and he's yeah, like, "Should I better lock that down?" Yeah, because mm-hmm. with my class, because in, right. sure in his mind, <laughs> I'm sure in his mind, <laughs> did you say debate team ring? Yes. Is that what it actually is? Is that what he says? Yes, he says, I know it's just my debate Wait. team ring, but it's the best I could do. This fuck? isn't really how I planned it. What a fucking nerd. I- <laughs> I cur- I changed that to like class ring in my head is how I heard that because I was like even Billy can't be that big of a nerd. I, no, I, he is. But I love that he said this isn't how I planned it, which implies that he did plan something, right? And then just did this instead. He's in full panic. Well, it was mode. Supposed to be a surprise. Well, I think I think what probably happened was he saw D and Lee flirting, and he was like, "Oh, she's probably." Thinking I'm not going to propose, and so she's exploring other you know options. Yeah, you know how are. women are. Like, hey, if you like it, you better put a ring on it, Billy. Like, that's you know. <laughs> he probably heard her listening to Beyonce and was like, "Oh shit, women only want one thing, and it's disgusting. They want your debate team ring." <laughs> <laughs> He's so dumb. I just, oh god. So, 
I'm loving now how uh, how much we're getting a chance to revisit Cloud Nine and realize just how bizarre it is to have a floating fucking like garden and bar <laughs> and probably an Applebee's for all we know because when you're here you're home <laughs> even though your home has been destroyed. <laughs> Caleb, Caleb. There's no way there's an Applebee's on Cloud Nine. That thing is fucking huge. There's at least three. <laughs> and a and a chilies to go. I feel the gods in these chilies tonight. <laughs> Which really makes me wonder, is there a version of the office in this universe? I in fact there must yeah. be. Well, I mean, there 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 has to be because because in the office universe there is Battlestar Galactica, so that's true. There's still a paper company, but all of the paper is octagonal. <laughs> yeah. It's all the same. Everything else is the same. Dunder Mifflicon. <laughs> ah, there it is. I was trying to find it. Scrantonia. <laughs> They're from Scrantalon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's so good. It is very good. I would watch. So the uh, the bar on Cloud Nine. We 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 get all the all the, the misfit characters here. Uh, we we see that uh, Lee and and Duala are uh, they're on a they're on a date. I, they're looking nice. That is cold. D is cold. I do I do want to point out that that like we cut immediately from D going Billy. I can't marry you. I don't know how else to say it. <laughs> right to D on a date with Lee. <laughs> like what? In in D's defense. I can't marry you because I'm literally on my way to a date with another man <laughs> is, is a reasonable like response to a surprise proposal from someone you don't want to marry. It, it is, but poor Billy. <laughs> he had it coming. Well, at least, at least, at least he wasn't there to see it. Right. I mean, that's, we can all agree that that would have been so much worse for him. He's <laughs> not even old enough to be in the bar. What was he doing? That's a there? good question. Uh, and of course, uh, our, our good friend Ellen Ty is uh, in the bar. This is <laughs> this is the first time that we have seen her in several weeks, and we can presume, just based on her behavioral patterns, that she's actually been here the entire time. <laughs> That's probably that, that tracks. She just lives on Cloud Nine in the bar. Yes. She, she's got a hotel room on Cloud Nine. She, mm-hmm. she stumbles home in the last Raptor cab. There's been a lot of near miss spit takes tonight. (laughs) You'll get one, I'm sure. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, And of course, on her way into the bar, Ellen bumps into uh, Sessa. Sessa. I don't don't think they ever actually say her name out loud, but the uh, they do. Yeah. Do they? Well, she she says it when she calls Galactica. Uh, Okay. Do you remember what it was? No. So it's S E S A H. So we'll say Sessa. Okay, that, that, that sounds right. So you know, Ellen bumps into to Sessa on the way, and it's like, oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I want to point out, very awkwardly, has a gun tucked into her waistband. Oh yeah. When in the scene prior, she, as she's typing away on her word processor, she has it in a holster. So it's not like she doesn't have a holster. Yeah, but she's she's trying to sneak it into this bar, and a holster makes sneaking a lot less a lot less. Uh, yeah, it's I guess. That's what I was going for. Yeah, stuffing it down the front of your pants and having it stick out of your shirt where everyone can see—it's not helping either. Yeah, and I'm not saying that she's good at it. <laughs> I'm saying that she, like, she she was thinking in the right direction. She just was bad on the follow through. Okay. Um, much like Billy. Hey. Um, yeah, I also I, I would imagine Cloud Nine's probably not an open carry uh, ship. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Especially not after the, uh, the the last incident with the guy who got shanked with glass. Oh, my God. That's right. Man, people die on Cloud Nine a it? lot. Do you think mm-hmm. Sessa killed him? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forget who I think killed him. I think I think Starbuck I forget him? who I think it was, too, but whoever, whoever I think it was, that's who I think it was. When, yeah, exactly. When last we discussed it, Andrea had uh, was still uh, convinced that it was Starbuck that had killed him. Because she also killed Simon with oh, glass. Oh, that's right. She loves to murder with broken glass. And somebody else died you, from glass. Can you really because... say she loves to do it if we've seen her do it once? I think we've seen it three times. We've seen her, Simon, we've seen her kill someone with glass three times. Well, if my theory holds true, Simon, that guy, and there's somebody else because somebody died 
somebody was murdered with glass. And then when that guy died by glass, I was like, that's two. People love to murder with glass. It's probably Starbuck. And now there's a third. I don't remember who the first was. I mean, I still think it was Ellen, just given the, also be Ellen. The, the shady conversation that she had with uh, the guy. Zarek. <laughs> Tom? Tom? I Zarek. think it was the ghost. <laughs> Which ghost? The ghost. The ghost. Space There's just ghost? the one. Yeah, Space Ghost. They're in space. Tad Ghostal. Oh, okay. Perfect. But uh, Sessa's not the only shady character in this bar, just kind of milling about. Yeah, not you just said Ellen Ty was there. <laughs> She's got all her goons with her? There's definitely some goons. We don't know for sure that they're uh, they were connected yet. They are. Oh. But, but they're definitely goons. But they're definitely mm. goons. Like, if you um, haven't seen this episode yet, picture some goons. That's those guys. Yeah. You got you it. You know who they are. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, we, we got uh, we got this nice romantic evening between... D and Lee, you know, they're, they're, they're cozying up, they're having their drinks, they're, they're looking longingly into each other's eyes, and who should walk up? <laughs> Billy. Billy. <laughs> well, it's important to point out that, that uh, Lee's at the bar getting another round of drinks while Billy walks up, and he's like, oh, D, didn't know you were here. Uh, and she's like, oh, yeah, I picked up a two-day rotation, I got to get some R&R. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm here on business as usual, doing adult stuff. Stuff. <laughs> Vincent adult man. Vincent, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, he walks into the bar in a trench coat. Yep. And then, uh, and then, of course, Lee comes back from the bar, and Billy sees him. And there's this, it. It goes on way too long. Where he's just looking at them both, and they're and Dee's just like, uh, and they're all just kind of like, uh, and it's like he's like, it's like he's like, wait a minute, D. Oh, it takes here much longer than it should to put it together. With Lee and Lee's also here. And he's with D, and I'm D here. D wouldn't marry me. And D wouldn't marry me <laughs> because she couldn't say why. And hmm, like you can mm-hmm. see him like processing it. Like the realization comes so slowly, and then he's just so pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, D's like to to Lee, she's like, "Can you give us a minute?" Because she wants to like just nip this. She wants to just take yeah. care of it. And Billy's like, "No, you know what? Have a seat, Captain." Be my guest. <laughs> like, thank motherfucker, you for you're the one that just showed up. If anything, you're the guest. Yep. Like, what the hell? <laughs> you weren't invited, Billy. So I yeah. believe uh, in order to escape the the incredibly awkward situation, uh, Lee wanders up to the bar to get drinks. Again, and, uh, this is this is where he runs into Ellen. Uh, and of course, Ellen is is always happy to see Lee Adama. <laughs> I was, I was a little too happy to see Leah Dama. <laughs> yep. But it, she's of course, the worst. Billy's just here with friends. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were here on business, Billy. I'm here with friends. What friends? He doesn't have friends. His only friend is Laura Roslin. Yeah. Mm. We, we literally have seen him with no friends with in this entire time, which admittedly is a little sad. But also, I mean, fuck Billy. <laughs> now, now here's the question do you think he has no friends because they all died in the attack or do you think he never had friends oh i mean i mean you know what the answer is he's yeah, not a debate I... team but like were they friends debate team is not friends <laughs> no sir debate team is friends God, who are Billy. no but uh, at this point at the bar uh, Lee's doing some looking around and he starts to see some shifty looking characters, including Sessa, uh, and her fucking gun tucked into her pants, mm. uh, acting a little odd. And Couldn't be any more obvious. So Kitsy, I love that you used this word earlier because the transcript says she is talking to some goon like people and Apollo spots <laughs> that she has a gun. Goon like You were the first one that people. said goon. Did I say it? You said mm-hmm. goon. Oh, well then. I I didn't even know this at that point. It's just it's the right word for it's them. The, they're goons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're goons. They they are well apparently they're goon like. They are nameless second like they're, they're nameless background characters with guns standing around looking tough. They're fucking goons. That's what they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not nameless. They're Vincent and Chu. Are they named <laughs> oh, in the sh- in God. the show cuz I don't I don't think their names are spoken ever now. Yeah. I also I think there's assigned. more than two of them. Yeah. But th- those guys uh, probably don't get any lines. Not uh, all goons get lines. 
Most of the lines right. are things like, everybody by the bar now, move. <laughs> you, you, get up against the bar. <laughs> Bartender, where's my drink? What are their transponders? So Lee realizes some shit's probably about to go down. He's not sure what or why, but he's got a keen eye. And so he grabs Ellen and makes for the bathroom, which she is elated about. <laughs> Because she has the wrong impression of the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Ellen Ty, always reading the room wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, this, this is some pretty smart thinking on, on Lee's part. Um, maybe not so much in his favor that he uh, works to save uh, Ellen Ty and not like his actual girlfriend. Uh, but his quick thinking <laughs> to get out of sight before they notice him and so he can you know, potentially plan a way of what he sees is about to be a rapidly escalating hostage situation. Well, I mean, to be fair, Ellen was right there and D to was across fair. the room. So at, at this point, though, the I mean, I, I guess it might have drawn too much attention to walk over there and walk back. But at this point, like he still yeah. had time, like the situation hadn't uh, popped off yet. Also, so he could have. Walked over and just been like, because D was still talking to Billy. So could you imagine the optics of Lee coming over and grabbing D by the hand? Like, we're going to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> right in front of Billy. You stay here. Mid Billy. conversation. Like that mm. wasn't going to work. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so at, at this point, uh, after Lee has dragged uh, Ellen's high off into the bathroom for not at all what she thinks is going to happen. Uh, <laughs> Sessa gives the word to her goons and uh, start gooning. They, they start gooning. They, they start they, gooning people down. Oh no! <laughs> oh uh, boy! They they seal the doors to the bar and uh, they start yelling things like I was yelling earlier when I made myself cough. <laughs> just just copy and paste that in here. Yes, <laughs> you got it. Yep. A refresher for everybody. But Lee. <laughs> I love the idea that you would just paste the audio back in. <laughs> I'm going to do it right here just in case our listeners yeah. forgot. Everybody by the bar now. Move. You, you, get up against the bar. But Lee, uh, Lee comes up with a plan. He's like, well, there's no way out of here because it's a pressure sealed room, I guess. Uh, and so the only way out is to open the door. And he comes up with the idea that he'll use the dry ice from Ellen's drink to uh, hold up against a CO2 sensor to set off an alarm uh, to make them think that there's no oxygen in the room, uh, which for some reason is the sensor to make sure that the peep, the oxygen people are breathing is enough is somehow in a uh, <laughs> crawl space behind the bathroom and not like out where people are, but Hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> What do, what I, do know? I know about spaceship design? <laughs> Maybe that's why the Cylons hate the humans so much. Just their piss poor spaceship design. <laughs> None of it is practical. <laughs> nope. But like, can we really say that the Cylon ships are, are more practical? What with being meat? <laughs> I mean. There's a lot of wasted space in Cylon ships too. Yeah, but we don't mm-hmm. know enough about Cylon ships yet to say if it's. Well, we saw that base star, which was just a big meat cavern. Well, you saw the part of the base star. You didn't see the whole base star. That's just the hangar deck. Ugh. There's all different cuts of meat throughout the rest of the ship. I was trying to... <laughs> I couldn't think of a single other one I wanted to ask about. There's the, the shoulder? Other cut of meat There's deck. The, the shoulder deck. There's the back bacon. The loin deck. <laughs> There's the short ribs. <laughs> the short ribs deck. It's next to the hangar deck. Because hanger steak. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. It's like the, it gives a whole new meaning to like being flanked. Oh, oh God. there it is. <laughs> That's where the air horns go off. Yep. <laughs> uh, what happens next is there are multiple straightest contacts. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and hear from somebody. I don't know who. And when we come back, we'll talk. Yes, you we'll do. Ta- it's not me. It might be me. I don't know. There's no way to tell. <laughs> anyway, break now. We'll come back later after break and talk more about Battlestar Galactica. So uh, stay tuned. It's a good plan. Don't don't turn off your wireless. 
I'm Michael Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because, because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things and we're going to joke about them and we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com and of course, subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Hi, I'm Sarah Sweeney, host of the new podcast, Latchkey Kids. Right now, we're all at home, left to our own devices without any adult supervision. Each weekish, I'll talk to my fellow Latchkey Kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and, because I can, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. So join me, wherever you get your podcasts. Mindless monsters, once thought human, fill the streets. A corrupt government threatens the lives of the people it's meant to serve. This sounds a little too familiar. Is this real life? Or a video game you can play for fun? Shift Talk to you. Night Shift Radio's newest original production is your LGBTQ centered source for creative and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. You can expect unboxings, game reviews, let's plays, community nights, celebrations of what video games are doing right, critical conversations about where the gaming industry needs to do better, and so much more. Be the first to know when new episodes drop by following us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Shift Alt Q. And on Twitch at Shift Alt Q to join the community. For more information about Shift Alt Q, visit nightshiftradio.com. Report! Sit rep. <laughs> so I want to say something too. Yeah. Yeah. That's how that works. Love it. I'm sitting, and that means I have to adjust the chair a lot, and I feel like that's making a lot of noise, and I don't know if that's actually true. Oh, was that your sit rep? That was my sit rep. <laughs> your sit report? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we know that uh, Adama has been claiming that he, he sees uh, the the Sharon on board the Galactica as nothing more than a military asset, but you know, I, I personally believe that he's. He does still have some like difficult feelings to work through uh, around his, his relationship with the previous uh, Sharon, who you know we know is is dead, uh, and you know this one coming back and now being helpful to them after the other one shot him, and like he's he's full of conflict, uh, and so I think we see a little bit of that in you know he's he's interviewing her or like asking her questions about. Uh, potential vulnerabilities that they might have, you know, uh, wormholes, dark matter, blind spots, likely ambushes, you know, the usual. You know, the yeah, the usual. <laughs> but, you know, those dark matter blind spots, we all have them. <laughs> we, you know, we've all got our dark matter blind spots. And <laughs> it's, it's time we acknowledge that. Uh, and, you know, Boomer is <laughs> trying to ask him questions about, like, you know, is it true that the fleet knows that I'm that I'm here because apparently rumors gotten all the way back to her. I mean, this rumor's out of control, people. Adama's just sidestepping it. He he won't acknowledge, and then finally, she's like, "You know what? Nah, we're done. Let's let's be done here." And mm-hmm. they they take her away after uh, after we get a, a nice moment uh, that I I imagine is is intent uh, intent to uh, to humanize her a little bit more, where she has a moment of pain and she's like, "The baby's kicking." I think it's also to remind you that she's pregnant because that hasn't been a significant plot point for a couple episodes. True. <laughs> not, not since, not since they were going to kill the baby and the baby's blood God. octagonally saved the, the present. Stupid blood, blood. Um, and of course, uh, Ty does get his uh, the his one one or two little jabs in. It's like, you know, if people knew how much you relied on that thing's so-called intelligence, they'd be scared out of their wits. That's what I should have said. That is. <laughs> or, you know, the truth is, I don't like the way it's gotten under your skin. <laughs> and like, I gotta start writing down things he says in the show. I think it's, <laughs> it's noteworthy that Ty has definitely, like, continued or reverted back to, I, I don't remember which, uh, using it or that thing, mm. uh, yeah. Where, 
I think for the most part, most people, even though they'll they'll take jabs uh, in in anger or in moments of passion, and say, "Ah, you're a machine," uh, but for the most part, the the Galactica crew has started to accept the at least the individual Cylons that they know as people, as having mm-hmm. like validity and and at least personhood. Yeah, but we don't linger on that too long because uh, Lee's busy smoking out the joint. <laughs> Smoking in the boys' room. <laughs> then Ellen decides that she's just going to handle the situation real she, quick. No, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Let me talk to them. Why? 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 Because she's Ellen. And her plan is bad. She really just is like, Your plan yeah, is she's bad. Ellen. You should she, feel bad. Like, she just <laughs> couldn't believe. She acted like she had an idea. I was like, what is she going to say? And then. Nothing. She was useless. In fact, worse than useless, because she really fucked it up. Her plan was to surrender and hope that her being the exo's wife was important enough <laughs> to get out of the, the situation. Uh, and they were thrilled to find out she was there. Yeah, they they were extra happy to find that they had higher value targets than they thought. Mm-hmm. And wait till they find out that they also have the Admiral's son. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, the the CO two sensor thing doesn't doesn't work quite uh, like like Lee thinks it will. I don't know if he. It's 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 difficult to tell from his plan and the execution of it if the intent was to trigger the sensor and for them to think that the oxygen was running out and then be like, oh shit, plan over, we gotta go. Uh, or mm-hmm. if it was like supposed to the the sensor was supposed to trip and like automatically like. Open the hatch or something like that. Like it really was difficult yeah. to tell what Lee was trying to accomplish here. So I think what Lee was trying to accomplish was, uh, well, I think there, I think there were two things going on here. I think in a vague sense, he was trying to come up with a reason to open the door, whether that be, oh shit, we need to let air in here, or we need to let a repair person in here, or we need to get let people out of the room or something. Like he was just looking. Like I think he was like, we'll create this situation, and then I will find an opportunity to leverage that to open the door. I think is what his plan was. But also, I kind of feel like this was a little like Sterling Archer where he was just kind of fucking winging it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I have a plan. (laughs) My process is more organic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This like is that's a very a, that's, moment. It's it's. I mean, come on. He like he breaks into a panel, crawls behind a wall, sets off a CO two sensor with a uh, fucking cocktail. Like, yeah. <laughs> how is that not an Archer move? <laughs> oh my god, that's too perfect. And then he and then he takes a hostage and comes out and then gets taken hostage himself. Like that's that's Sterling <laughs> Archer one hundred and one right there. <laughs> yeah, because they they at this point realize like, hey, there was someone else at the bar with her. Uh, and so they, they go into the bathroom and there's that great moment of like the guy's checking every stall one by one, like kicks the door and points his gun. It's empty. Moves to the next one. It's empty. And then he's like, oh, it's got to be this one. And he kicks the door and then gets punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Am I right? <laughs> and so, he, you know, he, he's... His bold move, he's going to take his hostage back out, and that's going to that's gonna be all the leverage he needs to end the standoff. Except it's not, because they they recognize that he was there with D, and they just grab her. Yeah. And this is kind of a callback to the Black Market episode, I feel like, where, um, you know, he's got the gun to the back of the goon's back, and she's got the other goon pointing the gun at D, and, and she's like... You know, we'll kill her. And he's like, if she dies, he dies. You understand that, right? And she's like, yeah, but the difference is he'll do it. You won't. But, like, we already know Lee will. He already shot somebody, mm-hmm. like, Only two totally episodes yeah. ago. Yeah. But, like, I'm surprised he's not shooting people right now. Yeah. <laughs> but not this time. He, he, he thinks about it for a second, and he goes, nah, Billy'd be sad. And he, <laughs> he gives up the gun, and he's like, I just want to talk. The way they bungle this... Every step of the way Every. is yeah. It's just like it's almost refreshing in ter- from like a television watcher standpoint that like sometimes your heroes just fuck up <laughs> a whole lot. 
Like, they're not always going to save the day. Yeah. So that was kind of, I kept waiting for somebody to do something to turn the tides. And it just kind of never really happened. Yeah. I mean, at least this was the last, like, real big mistake someone made. So. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> yeah, smooth sailing. Right. After this, it was, it was pretty standard smooth sailing. Plan. Yeah. Everything goes according to plan, right? <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I think that was the, the, most, <clears throat> the most perfect assessment of, of this episode. Yeah. Possible. I was just so stressed the whole time. I kept like Well, and the thing is it's like it's like, come it's on. called sacrifice. So you know someone's gonna die. Like the whole time you're like, who's it gonna be? Who's it gonna who's be? Who's it gonna be? I mean, the sacrifice could be that Ellen lost her drink. <laughs> it was probably a very expensive I drink. I bet you in, in Ellen's mind that was the face. sacrifice. <laughs> that was, right. that was absolutely it. I didn't get to drink any of that. <laughs> so and now the uh, bar's closed i can't get another one with this mm-hmm. sensor tripped and the uh the the alarms going off uh the the goons and uh sessa do get a hold of galactica and like you know we've got hostages and we have demands uh but also someone needs to repair this because we don't know if we're losing oxygen or not but we don't want that to happen uh and so the uh they Galactica, all right, yeah, sure. We'll send over. Well, uh, we'll send over a repair person. There, there's this great, there's this great line where, um, where she's like, you know, if you if you don't fix this, all the hostages are gonna die. And he's like, so you'll all die. <laughs> <laughs> Adama pulling the real hard ass. Yeah, line there. That's... And then she finds out that his, or he finds out that his son is in there, and he's like, mm, okay, <laughs> maybe not. But I just love that he's like, yeah, so you'll all die. Yep. Then, that's, then that's... what? <laughs> Your move. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but of course, uh, Galactica immediately dispatches the uh, the most qualified uh, uh, O2 sensor repair technician they have. Starbuck. Which is Starbuck and coveralls. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Galactica dispatched a real uh, repair person, and Starbuck did the fucking... Take his clothes. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Tied him up in a closet. The only thing that could have made this better is if Starbuck could put on a fake mustache. <laughs> I wish. I wish so much. And did a bad accent. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to fix the sense. <laughs> now, now I'm picturing uh, Kate McKinnon as Starbuck doing that scene. <laughs> yep. Yep. So... Uh, sidebar, somewhat related. We just watched the uh, the Sunny episode last night, where the the gang gets caught in the the house because they were trying to steal the the vase. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh yeah, but I've seen that one. When Max like, I'm gonna I'm gonna pose as a plumber, but I'm gonna be I'm gonna have a Swedish accent. And like, no, don't do that. <laughs> that's, that's a stupid idea. <laughs> There's no reason for that. I love Charlie more than life itself. He's, He's so just... pure and good. Oh, he really He's the is. only one of uh, uh, on that show that has a good heart. I think everyone else is is oh, yeah. a bastard in a half. And he's, Absolutely, he's at least like he's misguided, but he's he's trying. His heart's in the right place. <laughs> yeah, Dennis is bastard man, but Charlie Charlie means well. <laughs> Dennis is a bastard man. <laughs> Why Charlie hate? <laughs> because Dennis is a bastard man. <laughs> so uh, when are we starting that podcast? <laughs> Please. If it's not restored, the hostages will die. Then you'll all die because this is over. Such a great line. It is. Uh, so let's see. Starbuck, uh, Starbuck with her fake mustache and her bad accent comes in and they're like, search her. Because they, they sent a trap. They, yeah. these, these goons <laughs> these goons have gooned a time or two before. They Wait a minute. <laughs> a woman repair person? Mm, that seems fishy. <laughs> It's also important to note, though, that is it I'm trying to remember who says it's somebody it's another very uh, it's always sunny thing because somebody's like it must be Adama who's like, don't go in there, like tells Starbuck not to fuck around to just like wait it out. And she's like, you got it. And then the next time you see her, she's like, Starbuck, God damn it. She can't help Mm -hmm. herself. But it comes back to bite her in the ass so this is a recon mission get someone to volunteer then you assess the situation and get the hell out of there do you understand 
Yes, sir. <laughs> the loud and clear. Nope. <laughs> and that's when the maintenance guy walks up. I'm here to repair the O2 line. And you see Starbucks eyes like, mm, ding. <laughs> Just no impulse control on that girl, I swear to God. Not at all. Uh, and so, I love, too, someone's calling her. He's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm volunteering. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, yep, yep, but yep. instead of recon, she fills the repair case full of guns. Oh my God. Which the repair case already has some kind of secret compartment in it, which is a little weird, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, they they uh, they search her and they uh, pat her down. And she they don't find anything, and they're like, "Wait a second, check that toolbox." And uh, Starbuck just pulls out a couple of guns and starts shooting, and some Marines come in and we get just immediately people dying. I again, I couldn't believe how quickly it went south, but holy shit! And then. Starbuck fucking shoots Lee right in the chest. Right. On purpose. <laughs> you can almost believe that it was on purpose until you see the look on her face. Well, I mean, here's the thing is Billy's mad that D is dating Lee, but Starbuck is mad that Lee is dating D. And Starbucks uh got the attitude of, well, if I can't have him, nobody can. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't <laughs> Okay, okay. Alternate alternate theory, alternate theory. She's a Cylon agent, and her entire mission is to kill the entire Adama family one by one. Starting with Zach. Like, I didn't occur. Oh, Jesus. That's dark. That is dark. No, it literally just occurred to me. I was like, shit, she already killed Zach, and now she shot Lee. Like, Adama's going to fucking hate her. Well, (laughs) stay away uh, from my sons. (laughs) Don't talk to me or my sons ever again. But, okay, it didn't occur to me to think about it that way when we watched this episode, but that is what happened with Sharon. Like, Sharon didn't intend to, Sharon didn't realize she was shooting Adama until she shot Adama. That's, oh, that's a, you know I didn't even mean? think of that. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. So who's to say who's to that, say? and, you know, Starbucks not on my list of, uh, like, cleared citizens at this point, I'm you know. She has who, who is on your list of cleared citizens? You know what? We don't have time for that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so the shoot, the, the, the shooting is going on. Uh, one of the Marines grabs Starbuck and starts dragging her out. Cause she's just like catatonic over the fact that she just shot her best friend. Uh, mm-hmm. and he gets shot in the legs real bad. Um, uh, but she, but Starbuck makes it out and they close the door and it was like, well, that didn't go well. <laughs> no. Um, and so, of course, they're they're trying to uh, get uh, like some rags and stuff like that to stop the bleeding for Lee. And uh, at first, the the hostage takers are like, "What? No, why would we help you?" And they're like, "You really want to know what's going to happen if the admiral's mm-hmm. son dies right now?" And they're like, "We should probably get him some rags to yeah. stop the bleeding." Yeah. <laughs> well, I love it too, like because like D runs over to him right away, right? Because because she's a good person. Like, like, regardless of, like, her feelings for him or Billy, like, a, a person that she's close to was just shot. She's going to help him, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she would have done the same if it had been Billy. And, um, <laughs> no, she would have. She absolutely would have. Uh, Sucker. <laughs> but, uh, and then she, like, calls to Billy. She's like, get some shirts or rags or anything to help stop the bleeding. And he's just like, uh. And she's like, dude. He's so useless. Yeah. But he does, he does eventually get up and, and, uh. And one of the the goons is like, who told you you could move? And that's where he points out. He's like, mm-hmm. that's the Admiral's son. Do you really want to f- think you're going to get what you want if he dies? <laughs> yeah. So Billy, again, pulling the fucking power moves this episode. He got his Wheaties back. <laughs> that's... Got his Wheaties back. <laughs> In my head, I was going back and forth between saying he got his balls back. And I was like, mm, I don't like that. Um, and, then, and then I was gonna say he he he, he had another he helping his, of Wheaties. Uh, <laughs> he ate his balls this morning. So, <laughs> but then it all got jumbled up in my head because you know of who I am as a person, and it came out that he got his Wheaties back. Balls, and then, the breakfast of champions. And then I just kind of tried to sell it like it was a thing people say, and hope no one would call me out on it. So thanks. We've got another cereal box for poor Ethan. It just says balls with an exclamation point. With a picture of Billy. Balls. It's what's for breakfast. 
Ethan, I want to see a sketch on my desk by Monday morning. <laughs> with it, with Wheaties being marketed as like some like sports fuel superfood, <laughs> calling the cereal balls. <laughs> I mean, okay, so here's the question. Since, since Wheaties is, like, traditionally, like, you, you put, like, Michael Jordan on the cover of Wheaties, right? Like, yeah. would, um, on the cover of Wheaties, like, it's a magazine? Uh, <laughs> God. I don't think it's called the cover. I think it's just the box. But <laughs> The box. The front. You know, the front cover of Wheaties. <laughs> what about the centerfold? <laughs> That's where the cereal is. <laughs> It's called the bag, Caleb. <laughs> so, so the question is, do you just have, kind of have Billy there, like in his suit, like, eh, or do you have him? Do you have him doing a really sick slam dunk? Ooh, you might have Sam Anders still in his the pyramid player, the Cylon. <laughs> um. Anyway, balls for breakfast. Go on. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, so we uh, we get a sense of uh, of what the the demands are, and they're like you. My husband died in the Cylon attack or something, so I have to, I have to kill the Sharon that you have, and I know that you have her. You're hiding her, you're aiding and abetting the Cylons. And Dom was like, "What the fuck is she talking about?" <laughs> He's like, God, I don't have time for this. And like, he gets a, a, a kind. A, you know, I'll give him credit. It's kind of a brilliant idea. It's never going to work. But it's kind of a brilliant idea. They're like, you know, he's like, I'll give you the body if if you release the hostages. And they're like, good enough. And so they send down to the morgue to get the dead, like, has has been dead for several weeks. She's been uh, dead gunshot for wounds so and autopsy long. scars and all body of the original <laughs> Sharon and sends it over, thinking like, they'll never notice. Like the, they'll believe that we just killed this person right here and now. <laughs> See, God, they again, I don't think the intention was to, um, to trick them into believing it was the the right sh- like the Sharon that, that was alive. I think that again, their intention, much like with Lee, was like we need a reason to get in there. Like we need something I to get in the door, and this will well, get us in I the door. I think they were hoping that they wouldn't look too closely at the body like i think they were hoping they'd have enough time to get out at least probably but but (laughs) she couldn't have been more dead (laughs) she was so dead i mean (laughs) they could have put some makeup on her something at least it's it's hard to tell because i I think the intent was to trick them to think that it actually was the the right body like i said at least long enough to to get through this scenario but um, I don't know if the intent was for them to think that, like, all right, I give in to your demands. I'm going to kill her now and send her over to you. Or, like, yes, we had her, but we killed her. Um, and here we're giving you the body so that you can see the proof that's of that. That's what he... Sh- oh, my God. Caleb, that's... Why didn't... Yeah, because he... Why didn't he, he do that? He does sell it as, like, you've convinced me. I, I, I believe she's playing us, so I'm going to terminate her and you can have the body. Yeah. No. He should have just said, well, actually, we already she's her. been dead for weeks. But you can have the body as proof. That's what he should have said. Yeah. God. It's so funny. This episode is like, usually on a television show like this, they wouldn't check in the, for the secret compartment in the tool box. They'd get away with that. Mm -hmm. Like, the body would work long Mm -hmm. enough. Like, uh, Lee's stupid dry ice plan would have, would have worked. You know what I mean? Like, but it's like this episode is, is calling all these sort of, not really tropes, I guess that's not quite the right word, but like all of these, uh, conventions, I guess, of the genre, um, calling them out and showing like how easily they're, um, upset and, and what happens when they are. Cause this episode is fucked up. Have I mentioned yeah. that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, okay. Uh, so they uh, they send the body over, and it does uh, seem to at first work because the the body is also escorted by armed marines, and uh, just when Sessa and her goons uh, start to realize, like, wait a moment, <laughs> this person's been dead for weeks, and that's when the the marines driving the car bust into action and take back the bar, and we get this moment of Adama strolling in after uh, to to survey the the damage. 
Well, it's it's important to call out that um, she does shoot the dead Sharon like three times. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, before they realize that, like, wait a minute, this one's been dead forever. Uh, <clears throat> but in the ensuing shootout, uh, Billy, uh, I didn't realize this till I, j- I watched this again tonight. Um, he actually saved Dee's life, mm-hmm. um, but in the process, got himself shot. Like, Dee told him not. She to. told. She said, "Billy, don't be a hero," and uh, and he did it anyway. But he. But you know what? If he hadn't done it, it would have been her. And then I would have killed him myself. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he he died saving who he loved, and I think that's beautiful. Even yes. if she was on a date with some other dude <laughs> at the time. <laughs> he still died saving her life. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Billy Ray Cylon. I should feel bad for all the shit I talked about him last time, huh? <laughs> no. And, and that's a serious no, rap okay. on Billy. Or is it? <laughs> or is it? Um, so I do love... Uh, there's a, a moment as... Uh, Rosalind is is tearfully mourning uh, her fallen oh, aide, and uh, she, like they're in the, the morgue, and on one slab is the the body of the long dead Sharon, and on the other slab is Billy's body. And you know, Rosalind asks, you know, pointing to the Sharon, she's like, "Is this what you gave them?" It was a calculated risk, and <laughs> she looks over at Billy's body and she says, "It wasn't worth it." And then she goes over and she fixes his hair. Mm-hmm. She fixes his hair and she says, there, that's better. And then she says, oh, God, you were so young, mm-hmm. right? Is mm-hmm. that? You're so, oh, so God. young. I'm crying again. <laughs> you know, I really, I really truly believed that she loved him like a son. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's still, I don't, you know, Billy, whatever, but I don't like to see Rosalind hurt. Well, of course. She's, med- she's a majestic creature and she deserves mm-hmm. happiness all the time. Exactly. So, all of that said, do we have any uh, any any developments, any thoughts, any theories? I know that uh, like Billy is dead, but that doesn't necessarily uh, prevent him from being a Cylon, as we mentioned. How do you how do you feel? Yeah, I I don't think there are a few reasons I don't imagine we'll see Billy again. Um, one is just. The although I don't know the like it, that would be a cheap thing to have Rosalind have that scene for Billy to come back. But also I think I remember y'all saying early early on um, when I first started hating him that he just kind of disappears. Um, so just from that alone, I think we're not likely to see him again. But but I don't know. Yeah, I, we've still got half a dozen more than that, right? Eight. How many silence do we know? Four. Well, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, as Kitsy mentioned, that's one of the, the beautiful things about this show is that someone can can die, and then we find out they come back as a Cylon. Uh, this death feels like a write-off, but mm-hmm. who knows? But who knows? I mean, who knows? people who have seen the show know. And they could always, well, and they could always bring him back for like an episode or two. Flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. Love or, a good flashback. Yeah. Next episode, Laura Roslin wakes up. <gasps> oh my god, it was all a dream. <laughs> dream. Show's over. No, just the just the Billy episode where he dies. Oh, Everything goodness. else was still still very real. Oh, and then Billy's back. Yeah. Mm. And Bi- no. Billy looks down at his hand and sees his debate class ring. <laughs> and you see the oh, uh, fucking the light in his eyes. It's like today's the day I'm going to do it. God. And this becomes Billy's Groundhog Day. <laughs> And every every episode of the rest of Battlestar Galactica is this scenario playing out again and again and Billy trying to figure out how to get out of it. Billy becomes the hero. (laughs) All right. I would be so upset. Well, then uh, I I think that that's a a wrap on on Sacrifice. Uh, R.I.P. Billy. R.I.P. Ellen Ty's drink. Uh, (laughs) R.I.P. Already Dead Sharon. R.I.P. Already Dead Sharon and uh, R.I.P. Starbucks terrible plan to be a, a repair technician with a bad accent. And a mustache. Don't forget the mustache. 
<laughs> it's a good mustache. It's a bad accent. <laughs> so say we all. So, so say, say we, we all. all. Begin jump prep. We're leaving. We'll be back. Start your prep. Set Condition One is a Night Shift Radio production. Visit nightshiftradio.com for more information.